And welcome to the Antlered Crown Podcast. Welcome. How are you today, Owen? I'm wonderful. How are you today, Amanda? Fantastic. Oh. Fucking spectacular. Oh, there it is. The fucking spectacular. <laughs> talking about today psychic burnout psychic burnout episode three we are re-recording this episode because we lost it because we lost it because our hard drive died yes i hope we can get episode four back yes because it's on the hard drive (laughs) otherwise we're going to have to call our guest and say can we do it again do you want to come back (laughs) i'm so sorry we'll see we'll see you'll find out what are you drinking today um i'm drinking peppermint tea Mm. And it's uh, it's nice. It's a bit. I like your mug that you have your tea in. I thank you. My wife got it for me. No, oh, she seems like a nice lady. She's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drinking uh, Tetley's tea with a splash of oat milk. You better give it back to him then. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Should we start with our Ask Elwin segment? Let's why 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 not? Would you like to explain what the Ask Elwin segment is? You ask me questions, I answer them, and I also answer them. I assist. It says Ask Elwin. It doesn't say Ask Elwin and Amanda. Nobody you, knows you ask, me. You ask me to explain. <laughs> Don't make me feel bad because your name's not in it. It was your idea. Fuck's sake. Ask us. Ask us. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, right. I will put a, um, one of us will put a, uh, what do you, God, I can't think, the, a, a question, post. yeah, a post on <laughs> our Instagram stories, or we have a Google um, submission, and you can just go in there and throw in your question. Yeah. As long as it's not a reading, don't put in readings. Don't People have been reading. asking for readings. <laughs> I was like, go brother. The website and get a reading. <laughs> What's the matter with you? This is more just like a. You know, my house is haunted or... Yeah, the simple things. Yeah, my wife left me. What do I do? (laughs) Get another wife. It's obvious, isn't it? Mm. (laughs) I found a potato with pins in my backyard. What do I do with it? Boil it, mash it, stick it in the (laughs) stew. (laughs) Take the pins out first. Take the pins out first, though. Mm. Okay, so this question is from Ozzy Tater. And it was on our Google form. Mm. How can one cleanse an object that seems to accumulate tough feelings? Is there a way to keep it from doing so? My backstory. I have a necklace that I care about wearing because it has a picture of a deity that's special to me. But every time I wear it, more challenging feelings seem to come up. That's why I think it may need to be cleansed or maybe dedicated to that deity or something. Thank you for your time. All right. Well, small objects can be cleansed. Um, there's the old tried method of burying it. Jesus. Yeah. Like, does it need to be in the soil, or can you put it in, like, a baggie and then put it in the soil or a Tupperware? It's better if you put it in the soil, if I'm honest with you. But, I mean, if you want to put it in a bag, just remember to take the baggie back out. Then dig it up again. Mm-hmm. Uh, leave it over the full moon is the best time to do it. Uh, not the full moon, sorry, the new moon. 
um, until it's passed. You can always smoke cleanse as well. Yeah, you could smoke cleanse it. But let, let's come down to the, the nitty-gritty of this. What would you do personally? Personally, I would um, just wash it. Uh, all right i'd be like fuck you bad feelings fuck you bad feelings and i would wash it yeah just go to town and be like fuck 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 and then uh then i put it back on i'm sure it would be like that was traumatizing thank you for that the necklace would say that obviously oh right and (laughs) i was wondering why you're saying that to yourself when you did it and uh yeah and then it would be fine i imagine i think there's a lot there we have to unpack Let's let's go back to uh, Aussie Taser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's All go right. back. Yeah. Like, well, you so, asked. So, if you're not completely <laughs> mental, <laughs> um, what I sorry, what I would suggest doing is actually reevaluating mm. why those feelings come up, because if it is dedicated to a deity and it has a special meaning for you, the wearing of it brings up these challenging feelings every time you wear it there may be a very good reason it may also be that that is a lesson a test even that the deity wants you to confront um we i know that that may be difficult but i also have similar jewelry that i wear i would suggest reevaluating that and perhaps looking at why those feelings come up um because that seems like it's something you don't really want to go through and you're looking for a way of going round it. Mm. It may not be possible. And for you, the deity wants you to do that, wants you to go through that, wants you. Because what? going through things is what transforms us, and many deities are all about transformation. Yeah. So that's what I would suggest. But in the way of cleansing small objects like jewelry and things, burying them, burying them somewhere on private property, obviously, where mm-hmm. you can retrieve them, mm-hmm. is a good idea. All right? Um, you can also hang them in trees and things like that as long as you can retrieve them and it's safe to do so. Um, that's what I would suggest doing. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you for that. Ask Elwin. So let's let's <laughs> get back to the topic at hand. And this is going to be a short podcast because it's our second time doing it, and I can't I can't cope. To be fair, I can't cope. <laughs> I'm already done with the podcast and we're on episode She's three. On the edge. I am on I'm gonna gonna throw something. Um but I just I We can't. live in perpetual fear. I honestly like <laughs> everything has been going wrong. YouTube videos, editing, this software. Is not the time or the place to tell people I, these I don't care. This is now an Amanda Venn podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm freaking done with it. I cannot oh. cope and I can't manage. So um <laughs> If everything just worked the way it was supposed to, that would be freaking fantastic. But I'm I'm sorry, this is going to be a short podcast because yeah, I'm not I'm not going through the rigmarole of doing this again. Um, so psychic burnout. Let's let's have at it. I think psychic burnout is when you're a psychic and you're burnt out. Done, done and dusted. Do you have another? <laughs> Do you have another definition, or is that all right? Let's move on to the next question. <laughs> oh, this is it. This is where this is where the podcast went. <laughs> this episode three. Where it's gonna just season four. It's like, we'll never you know going past it. Yeah. Uh, oh my goodness. Okay. <laughs> right. I'm glad you're with me on it. 
Let's fucking go. <laughs> no. I'm glad do you, you think it's funny. Do you need I'm to pause? Do you need to pause? And no. I know. I want them to know how I suffer. <laughs> <laughs> how I slave. Maybe they'll send a tip in and say, for Amanda, I'm sorry you've slaved at this podcast and that it's still shit. I don't think it's shit. <clears throat> Excuse me. I don't think it's shit. I would all. absolutely define this podcast as shit. Well, that's nice. <laughs> what, the whole thing? Uh, any season where the sound doesn't sound good. Yeah. That's the any one episode. thing with you. You can't stand I can't the stand the bad sound. I can't. Like, I can't. I can't. <laughs> I, I don't know how you guys listen to this trollop. She's really selling it, folks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to hold this together. I feel like that guy who interviewed <laughs> David Blaine and he's just... Didn't say anything to him the whole time. Just try and hold it together. Carry it. Carry it, Elwin. <laughs> Carry it. So, guys, um, <clears throat> why don't you just tell us, um, write in and tell us uh, what a great job Amanda does. Just <laughs> try and talk her off the edge of that cliff. Absolutely um, not. We can do it. <laughs> uh, right, so. Psychic burnout. Yeah. <laughs> I swear, if this like crumbling, <laughs> crackly noise is in the podcast, is fucking staying in it. Oh my! I'm, you guys are gonna have to deal with it. If I, I'm not, I'm not playing. What does being a psychic even mean? Oh, like, here we go. Should we here just we dis- define being psychic and then when we can talk physic, about burnout? When you're physic, yes, I suppose. When you're physics, psychic is in an altered perception or a, uh, a heightened. Perception. I mean, we don't need to go into this. You can look up what psychic means for goodness. Yeah, sake. but I want to know what psychic. I means. would define a psychic as a person who has intuitive abilities. Psychic, psychic, whole, an altered, higher state of consciousness, perhaps perception. It's down to perception, isn't it? That's what mm-hmm. it's about. Uh, and yet, when we use the word psychic, we also we don't refer it to perception. We also use it in the way of psychic energy and Ooh. stuff like this. So, oh, I had a question, but keep going. Go on, then. Ask the oh, question. I was just wondering. So, if like, are all witches psychic because they all have to be somewhat intuitive in order to practice magic? Yeah, <laughs> you want you want the truth? Yeah. No, because they're not all witches. They're not burned. You yeah. need. You need the cunning. You need to have a, a sense of perception of the knowing in order mm. to actually feel these energies. But, Elwin, I think you're gatekeeping. No, I'm not. <laughs> I don't give a shit. It's not gatekeeping. Either you've got it or you haven't, or you haven't got the bloody the, the wherewithal to get mm. it. The gumption. That's the thing. It takes hard work. You want to practice. You want to actually get the knowing. You want to actually develop psychic abilities. Then get to fucking work. Don't just buy some bells, buy a flowy skirt and a fucking cauldron and be like, I'm a witch now. It doesn't work like that. Yeah. It doesn't. I'm sorry. Like, you can do that all you want and you can play around with your candles as much as you like. Yeah. Like, hex your ex-boyfriend or whatever. Yeah, and all that shit. Yeah. But in truth, it doesn't really mean you're a witch. Unless what you're doing has the meaning and you're understanding and you are calling forth those energies, summoning those energies and using them because you are able to feel them. So you know when something is working. You have that faith in what you're doing and and how you're doing it because you know and you feel it. Yeah. There's a difference. So in truth, that's – I don't know. You'll get flack for that. But 
It's it's like I can't just pick up a stethoscope and put it on and be like, I'm a doctor now. Dr. Elwin. <laughs> oh, yes, I can do that for you. Like, no, it, it, it's <laughs> looking the part is great and it's fantastic, but you also have, you need to know how to yeah. walk, walk, talk, talk, and do Do you think you have job. to have aesthetics in witchcraft? I mean, it makes it nicer to have the aesthetics, but is it necessary? It depends on what you think of as, as aesthetic. You know, for me, for instance, um, I've got stars on my wall. Now, that's obviously because I do a lot of my work is on video. Yeah. And my readings and stuff. So it looks nice, and I like it to look nice. Um, however, the star, if you look, mm-hmm. how many are there? There's eight points to that star. Okay. It's mm-hmm. similar to the Elden star. But each one, you, I see them as almost a protective symbol. Yeah. You see. Um, also, I have my cat above me. I like my cat above me. He seems to like being above me when I work. And uh, that, once again, is a, a form of my familiar that helps me with energy and stuff like that, especially okay. when I do a lot of work. Um all these things that we see as an aesthetic, the jewellery that you're wearing, usually has a reason and a meaning behind it. One of the things I was saying about cats, um, cats, witches wearing black. Mm-hmm. You won't wear black because it's trendy or gothic. A lot of witches will wear black because it's protective, especially when you're out in public places and you're susceptible yeah. to energies. It's like psychic dampening almost in a way or? Uh, more shielding really. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So the answer to that would be, no, you don't have to be psychic to be a witch. You don't. You but don't. To be a but you need to be sensitive witch. in some way. <laughs> but you need to be sensitive in mm, some way. Mm-hmm. You, you have to have an understanding. And that doesn't necessarily mean like, <clears throat> for instance, what's the difference between a herbalist and a witch who who, who works in walk cunning and, and craft? Not much. There is. There is something. You see, a herbalist understands what the physical effects of a plant is. A witch understands the physical effects as well as how the spiritual implications of the plant will affect the spirit of the person they are treating. So that's what I'm saying. There is a subtle difference where where witchcraft is something that we've already had, mm-hmm. but it's been taken to the next level. Right. There is a there is a spiritual um, echo or shadow that we work in of what it is. So in the way of walk cunning, in crafts and healing and making things there is a shadow form behind that where we go deeper in how energetically it benefits us in the world around us and it's nice for people to do the crafts and stuff and they seem what the word is witchy yeah i actually quite like the term witchy because i would prefer people who are witchy to describe themselves as witchy rather than a witch Mm -hmm. um because it it, otherwise it, it, it creates confusion um so, yeah, there you go. Okay. What do you think? Well, I don't know. Okay, good, good. I think that psychic burnout is the topic we're talking about. Yeah, well, you, you said, let's not talk about sober. Let's talk about what it means to be psychic. Okay. And so this is where, how we've ended down this okay, narrow, me... winding, bumpy road <laughs> of which we cannot turn round. Okay, well, I think that psychic burnout is, well, I I define psychic as being intuitive. Yeah, fair enough. So if you're intuitively burned out, you're probably using your intuition too much or you're not protecting your intuitive energy. Is that a fair assumption? Yeah. 
Yeah. <clears throat> How do I explain it? For instance, when you're doing readings for people, imagine that every person that you do a reading for, because they want to find out something about their life ahead of them, behind them, right now. Mm-hmm. They come to you, and the thing is, is you can't just dip into that bit. You take on everything. You know when you're watching a movie and it's a really emotional movie and you get really invested in the character? Mm-hmm. It's like that. And you do that every time because you have to get the answers and see what they need to see. How many emotional roller coaster movies that invest you in the characters mm-hmm. could you do in a day? Before you're like, you know what, I need to stop. Probably like four. Yeah. Now do that every day. Yeah. After a while, your body kind of shuts down. And it's like, I can't do this anymore. I need to kind of go on like flat line. Here. Yeah, just a bit of a break. Yeah. Yeah. And it's very similar to that, that, that overwhelming sense. Okay. Too many people, too many voices. Now, psychic burnout is also quite dangerous. Right. Well, we'll talk about that next. First, I have to ask, what movie would your emotional movie be? <laughs> Lord of the Rings. That's an emotional movie. Have you seen it? You bow to no one. And then they, everyone bows to the hobbits. It was beautiful. Very emotional That's movie. That's not an emotional it movie. It is. How dare you? Mm. Oh, my goodness. Don't get me going. <coughs> Always gets me going that bit. I was going to say up. Up. Yeah, the first, like, five minutes of Up is so sad, where they, like, go through their lives together. Even uh, Him and Ellie. his wife. Yeah, Ellie. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, that Mr. was Mr. Fredrickson. Bless. Adios. The rest of the movie was shite. <laughs> it was. Ellen just replaced the first. When he really feels like he needs to cry, he just puts that on repeat. <laughs> I do. They have a movie I'm watching. I'm like, right, I'm bored. I'm just going to pretend I'm watching Lord of the Rings. Wow. That's so silly. Yeah. Although, that, well, I'll tell you what, that was good, that um, one life. That mm, was very was, emotional. We were emotional. both blubbering oh, in the cinema. God, I couldn't even. Yeah, that was a terrible date movie choice. Yeah. Well. <laughs> Let's go and see this, she says. Ended up just coming out going, that was really romantic. It was very nice. It was so sweet. <laughs> yeah. I'm known to make good choices. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, <laughs> anyway. I wonder if it like helps your emotional maturity as like watching films like that repeatedly. Doesn't help me. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I think anything it desensitizes you to it if you watch it enough. True. I mean, I work in like I work in grief support, and like now people tell me their husbands died, and I'm like, mm. so, I'm like, mm. <laughs> so they're an How adult. Are you That's different. <laughs> like mm. that doesn't mean during in her work, people tell her that, does it? Yeah. Oh wow. Well, I mean, I you see it like that's my whole job is just like relaying information and like resources to people yeah i suppose so you like, have to keep a bit of reserve you have to create, create a barrier don't you yeah it's like the hard ones it's like when both the parents have died like those are harder for me like when they don't have anyone i'm like mm, that's really sad actually but now if they still have one person i'm like mm, no <laughs> 
At least you're still alive, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> nice, babe. Nice. Very it's horrible. Nice. It is, though. Yeah, you do get desensitized to it. And I imagine it's the same thing being psychic, though. Is that you... You are come to. What do you mean you imagine it's the same thing? I imagine that if you're doing like readings or something, you can build up your psychic tolerance. You can build up your, you know, your intuitive tolerance to craft work. Yeah. Energetically. This feels like this whole podcast this time is like a no nuance November, but in February. You want my hot takes, bitch? Let's go. (laughs) Honestly. Let's see how many people we can piss off (laughs) in one episode. It's true. I'm sure that therapists and um, other people (laughs) that work, I'm sure that people that work in um, trauma and ER and even police officers have talked about it like they do become, they do become desensitized too. Well, American ones do. Yeah. Well. Even UK ones, though. I watched that program and it said that oh, yeah, there needs true. to be more support because they just don't even care anymore. Yeah. Like about I most think of their COVID's calls are mental done, health calls. COVID's now. done a lot to do with that as well. Yeah. I've noticed that a huge change returning into society with healthcare and different services. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, everyone's mm-hmm. just like, well, you'll have to wait or whatever. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Because there's such a backlog and everyone's so busy and it's made such an emotional impact on everyone's life. Yeah. Um, yeah. Goodness knows what's going to happen when the next plague hits. Mm, Jesus. <laughs> is that a prediction? Spoiler. Or? Spoiler. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. So what are some effects of psychic burnout? Death. Death. No, honestly. Really? It can, it can result in death. So if you just kept on, like if you were on a live and you just kept reading, you'd oh, eventually oh. die. Well, I mean, I'd eventually, I'd need to stop and eat and stuff. But yeah. Damn. No, it doesn't work like that. It doesn't, you just like keep reading forever. And you <laughs> die. Like, if you kept running forever, you'd probably die eventually. Unless you're Forrest Gump. Yeah. Um, unless you're Tom Hanks, then you yeah. you survive. Well, Tom Hanks be running for a different reason now. But, Whee! Um, <laughs> well, I don't think that's, I don't want to think that's true. <laughs> Tom Hanks is great. But anyways, that's neither here nor there for this. I think that... There is a fine line where you have to push yourself. If you go to the gym, right? Yeah. You don't go and lift the heaviest weights. I don't know weights, but you don't go and lift the heaviest weights. I got my muscles from carrying stones because I'm very old. Um, Yeah. And so (laughs) that's a great, yeah, that's great. (laughs) That's a great title. Um, So, but you, you don't go in and you start lifting the, what's a big, Big one pound. Mm, I do. Mm. I know in pounds, like seventy Kilos? pounds. I don't know. I don't know. What are we saying? Kg fifty kg. I don't know. But you don't go in and start that on your first day at the gym. It sounds like we're in a wind tunnel. But why is it coming back again? You know, I bet I edit this out and it'll sound fine. And we're just talking. And we're just talking. Like, like, what the fuck talking are they doing? <laughs> what are they drinking in their tea? <laughs> Like we don't hear no wind noises. It's just you guys. Uh, maybe this uh, mic is shit. I've never liked this, this mic. This mic is not shit. This is a good mic, and I'm going to keep mic. it. I don't like it's it. It's a blue Yeti. Yeah, I think we need a new mic. I'm not getting. I bet a new you mic. money. That's what this was it is. my aunt's mic. We need a new cable, if anything. No, I don't know about it. Anyway, so what right. were you saying? Um, I don't know. So you 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 build up a stamina, yeah, and you do that same with your psychic development, your energies, right? 
Right. You build up, you push yourself little by little, then you rest. You push yourself again, you rest. And you build up. Right. You know? um, if you continue to push yourself and keep pushing without that rest, what happens is you get sick. You get digestive issues. Mm-hmm. You get problems uh, with, you know, all manner of problems with your, your body, uh, mental issues. Um, your fortitude mentally is difficult, feeling stressed, always feeling lethargic. Um, eventually, you can actually develop um, illnesses, very serious illnesses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you're more susceptible to certain things because your body is not fighting certain things right? Um, as it normally would. And it can be quite, quite dangerous. Um, and there's many people who have gone that road um, and their health doesn't recover. If you push yourself completely mm-hmm. too much at that point, you will not get back your psychic ability. Jeez. You can lose it. Wow. If you push it, you can literally break it because out of self-preservation, your body creates almost like a wall. Your mind creates a wall that will stop you from using it because it's doing what it's best for its own interest. So that is also something you need to be careful of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what are some effects like stomach pain? I know is one. Well, st- stomach problems, exhaustion, like digestive issues, digestive exhaustion, issues. Um, headaches, memory, memory, headaches, yeah. definitely headaches. Um, <clears throat> oftentimes, like what's one you get when you know you've been pushing it too much? I know exhaustion is one. Exhaustion is is the big one. Um, I get an f- extreme lack of patience. All of a sudden, I, I, I get very angry and frustrated at very small things, you know. Um, oftentimes, I just get a, a sense of listlessness. I just mm-hmm. don't want, like, ugh. I don't. And can't even be fucked. I can't be fucked. No. She's yeah. tried. I can't. <laughs> and, <laughs> and no, but genuinely, it, it is horrible. And yeah. you don't want to do the things that you know will make you feel better, even. You kind of get in this rut, you know, yeah. you know when you're in that kind of rut. Mm-hmm. Um, and it can be tough. And when you try to push yourself, mm-hmm. it's it's literally like walking uphill with something on your back. You you're you're trying to do this and you can't. You'll often yawn. Yeah. As well. Yeah. During a reading, if I'm starting to get, I will start like I can't stop yawning. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a sign that I'm getting to the end of my battery there, and I need to kind of take a step back. Right. So it's it's probably a good idea that you got you start taking note of your body's responses oh yes definitely i i don't i keep pushing because i'm an idiot Um, so how do you how do you turn yourself off you ground yourself okay how do you ground yourself um you go outside okay and if you don't yeah you don't have to go outside you don't have to even stand up well i've you've talked to me before about turning the lights off in a house yeah that's one way of doing it you go throughout your whole body and as though you're turning off the lights, you're on the way to bed. Mm-hmm. So you start you start literally at the top of your head. The attic. You can start, yeah, you start in the attic. I, I say start in the attic. You can start at the bottom, but I think it's better to start in the attic because you're working your way down. Mm-hmm. And you turn off the lights in the head. Dup, 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 no, boom, 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 down all the way down to turning off the lights, going all the way down until you hit the floor. And then everything is asleep. You shut down. Everything's turned off. And it will feel like shit. You'll feel like you've been cut off because it's supposed to feel like that. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. And um, and it's it's rough. It is rough, but it's important. Another way is, is standing beneath trees and things. I find immensely helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, but being out in nature in any manner, you honestly just 
curling your feet up in in the snow, in the grass, in the mud, in the sand, whatever. In the snow. Yeah, I've gone out barefoot sometimes when I needed to ground. Just stood yeah. there and curled my hand, my feet around the toes in the snow. Absolutely not. <laughs> you don't have to do it for an hour. I'm just saying for like ten minutes. But you just it's allow basically everything that is within you because. When you're doing this work, you are also susceptible to other energies that you are part of that are around mm-hmm. you that are of a lower base form than that of your spirit energy. Mm-hmm. And so you need to cleanse yourself. And so by cleansing yourself, um, you kind of earth yourself. Imagine yourself like a tree. You're sucking up nutrient. You're sucking up this life force from the ground. Mm-hmm. And it's being it's pushing out to the top of your head, in a way, into right. the atmosphere. Right. Right. And as it's doing so, it's like picking up all these blockages, all these burrs of stagnant energy and carrying them, flushing them through you, all right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's that idea of, of, of grounding, purifying, cleansing yourself, all right? And then after you've done that, I would recommend using the lights, shutting yourself down, you're turning off the lights one mm-hmm. by one in, mm-hmm. inside as, as though you were a house. Um, and that's it. That, that's pretty much it. The next thing you want to do is you don't do any other form of work, anything that's too emotionally draining. Go and do something that is repetitive, something that you know, you know what's going to happen. Read a book that you've read before, watch a movie that you've been before, take a walk that you know the route of, and just be a human being. Nothing else than that. Do human being things, do silly things, do stupid things, and if you know, spend the time that you need. It's the best way to recover. Mm-hmm. Right, because the thing is, is you think, oh, I'm psychically burnt out. I'll go and have a rest. It doesn't work. That's your body is resting. Your body is resting, and I guarantee you, when you have a burnout, you go and rest, and you feel right. I'm good now. You'll get half an hour into doing some more work, spirit work, or something like that, and all of a sudden you feel, oh, I feel terrible again. It's different. It's a different energy that you're using. You need to replenish your spirit energy. And the best way to replenish your spirit energy is once you've recovered the body and looked after it, do something creative. Fill up your cup. Yeah, do something creative for you. Do a painting, do a drawing, take sculpture, whittle some wood. Do something that creates and expresses you. It gives you this wonderful feeling of accomplishment. It gives Mm -hmm. you this feeling that you have now had a little conversation with your spirit in a way. You've you've had a little heart-to-heart and... This mm-hmm. is the product of that mm-hmm. conversation, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. what you have there. That, that alone will benefit you so much more than just having a sandwich and a nap. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. What, what, do, you, what do you do? Um, I mean, I fill up my cup every morning by doing yoga when I first wake up. Yeah. I do my yoga for like 20, 30 minutes and I never push myself. If I feel like doing more yoga, I do. If I don't, I just want to do a couple of stretches, that's what I do. Mm-hmm. And just kind of intuitively take that on on board and then usually i try and meditate for a few minutes depending on how the kids are acting mm-hmm. <laughs> um and i go for walks as you know mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm an avid walker i love walking and that's why i wanted a dog it's because i like walking with someone you can walk with me no 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 we, we that would drain walk. my cup <laughs> <laughs> I like walking. I like walking on the beach. Yeah. It's nice. Walking on the beach is nice. That, the that noise of the up. ocean is very mm. nourishing as well. It I is. Find, yeah. Before it kills us. As it slowly Sorry, encroaches, encroaches upon, upon the beaches and we're and working very hard to restore the sand back. 
But for the time being, it is our friend. Let it energize us. Do you know what? I found out why. Um, this is a local story, so you guys can just fast forward to. No, they know. They want to know. But, Go on. Um, on White Rocks Beach, yeah. which is a beach near us, the um, they're doing some restorative work. Yeah, that we saw the other day, and I, yeah. I, I saw online that it has to do with the. Um, um, I think it has more to do with the golf course that's above the beach mm-hmm. that they don't want the dunes, so the dunes are slipping down. Mm. But the golf course is upon the dunes, isn't it? Mm. And it protects the privacy so of the golf course. The so I think more so that the golf course is um, to blame in this situation than the actual fucking golfers. Restoration of the beach. They're shoring up the parking lot, and it's more so to protect the side of the dunes that the golf course is on than is anything. That else. makes sense, doesn't it? I know. I was like, hmm. Uh, the amount of money and time that goes... It, same in America, wasn't it? That goes in so a load of middle-aged fucking right-wing men can just hit a little ball around on a fucking piece of green. So much Because they don't want to go it. home and spend time with their wives. So much energy. It's wild. It is, absolutely. Nothing says I'm overprivileged than mm-hmm. a golfer. I'm sorry if you're a golfer, but that's how I fucking feel. <laughs> Right? You had one guy who was your advocate for against all those things, Tiger Woods. And he fucked it all up but just just by his actions alone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we love you. We love you, unless you're a golfer. <laughs> Piss off. Have a great day. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh.